Welcome to Radio Thailand. And this is the Sunday Dhamma Talk. Every Sunday, we will take turn to meet you here to talk about the teaching of the Buddha in many aspects. And my name is Pra Mahapaibun Kapi Bunno. We'll touch on meditation part, touch on practicing part of the teaching in the form of guided meditation. And this is the three series, episode number two, on meditation series. You can follow us and listen to this guided meditation again in the podcast or at the website of the foundation Panya Bhavana at P-A-N-Y-A dot O-R-G P-A-N-Y-A dot O-R-G Panya Bhavana Foundation These meditation series will split into three parts. The first part is the concept and understanding of meditation, the terms and terminology, which I have already covered the last episode. This episode is the second episode of the series. I will touch on serenity meditation. There are two aspects of meditation. First one is serenity meditation, which is how to calm your mind, how to tranquil your mind. And the second aspect is insight meditation. Insight meditation is the wisdom part of the equation. There are two sides of the equation. The first one is calmness, singularity. The second one is wisdom, the knowledge. And that would be the next episode. For this episode, we'll focus on how. How would you calm your mind? How would you tranquil your mind? How to bring your mind to singleness? Okay, now, I will use all the terminology that I already introduced last episode. If you are not quite familiar with that terminology, I will recap it again. First, be mindful. Mindful is sati. How would you be mindful when your mind is already running wild or restless? Is think about the past, think about the future, sound, odor, taste, and etc. You need a tool. Use pillar as a tool. Remember, mind domain is one thing, mind objects is one thing, mind consciousness is another thing, and mind states, which is your mind, is another thing. All these four things are different things. It's not the same thing. How would you control or tranquil your mind in your mind domain? Not letting it run wild in the mind objects. You need mindfulness, which is sati. Or another term is recollection. Sati is mindfulness or recollection. Use sati as a tool 
to bring you singleness of mind. It's just like when you bring these six animals, which is bird, they can fly, dog, they can run. Many people has it as a pet, or a jackal. Jackal is a wild animal that stay in the wild. And crocodile, which is the reptile animal, and is amphibian, can stay in the water or on the land. And the fifth one is a snake. It can slither into an anthill. Or the fifth one is monkey. Monkey can swing itself on the branch of tree to another branch of tree, swing itself in the forest. These six animals has its own feeding ground, has its own domain. But if we bring these six animals and tie it with a rope, strong rope, and another end of the rope, tied it together. So we bring bird, which is can fly into the air, dog, that can run to its owner if it hear the sound, and jackal, which normally stay in the wild, and crocodile, normally stay in the water, snake, normally staying in the hole, all in the ant hill, and monkey, the stay in the forest. If we bring these six animals and tie it together, what will happen? Of course, they will run, move, stitcher, crawl, or fly back to their own domain, to their own feeding ground. Bird will fly. Dog and jackal will run to different direction. Crocodile will crawl. Snake will stitcher. And monkey will jump. Similar to your own mind. Your mind state or your mind will actually cognize. Cognize the sound. Cognize forms. Sound is formed from where? Of course, sound would not come through your eyes. Sounds has to come through your nose. No, right? Not nose, not the eye, but your ear only. Speaking in different words is, ear is the only feeding ground for sound. Because if you flash light into your ear, meaning if you project light into your ear, right? Like when you went to see ear doctor, which is called otorolingologist. And the doctor will project light into your ear. You see nothing through your ear, isn't it? But if he shout into your ear canal, voice will be too loud. Because only sound can cognize through your ears. Am I right? That is its domain. That is its feeding ground. The dog has good ear. It can recognize the sound of human being. It can understand certain words of human. That's why the Buddha used dog as a metaphor for ear. 
And how about bird? Bird got good eyes because it can see from a distance away. It can fly up high, right? And can see things down below. Got good eyes. And for bird, their home, their feeding ground, their retreat is in the air. So bird will fly into the air. Dog will run back into their owner, which is in the village. How about jackal? Jackal got good nose. It can recognize an odor of carcasses from miles away, because jackal is kind of scavenger animal. It eat carcasses or crops, and how they hunt it using their nose in the wild, using their nose to smell and sniff for carcasses or crops from miles away. And normally in the past, most of the area where you found carcasses or crops is actually in cemetery or graveyard. Yes, that's how they do it in the past. That's why there is an undertaker to dig up a hole on the ground and put all those crops five to six feet under and cover it up. So that these wild animal like jackal will not nibble it or pick it, the crops. So jackal will try to find the graveyard and look for the crops, the carcass. That is their domain. That is their feeding ground. And for crocodile, it's in the water. Crocodile will, of course, is amphibian animal. Sometimes stay in the short bank of the river. Sometimes in the water. So if there is any danger, we'll retreat into the water. So water is their domain, is their feeding ground for crocodile. And for snake, because snakes got no legs, when it moves, it has to slither its ways around. In fact, this is one of the vulnerability of snakes. That's why he has to cover this loophole for themselves by looking for hole. Normally he has to find a hole in a tree or could be ant hill. So this ant hill is the feeding ground. It's snake's domain. And for monkey, Monkey stay in forest, up high, on the tree, because it can swing itself from branch to branch. That's why forest is the feeding ground for monkey. These six animals has their feeding grounds, has their domains. So when they tie together, it will not stay still. How can birds and jackals stay together? Of course not. They will try their best to go back to their own domain, their feeding ground. Similar, similar. Our mind, your mind, my mind, the Buddha's mind, and everyone's mind has the same nature of incline into all these six domains. 
because your mind will recognize. Your mind will only recognize taste from your tongue. The taste will not come through your skin. The taste only come to your tongue because that is the domain. So the terminology. Last episode, we use the internal domain and external domain. Internal domain being eyes for forms, ear for sound, external. Nose internal domain for external is odor, tongue for taste, body for tactile objects, which is your sensation. Temperature, hot or cold, and mind domain, which is internal domain, and mind objects, which is your thought of the past, future, or other matters, and feelings. That is mind objects, external domain. So these internal domain will recognize these external domains correspondingly. The taste cannot be recognized through your ears. You can actually do a simple experiment by dip your oracle, which is your ear, the loop of your ear, dip it in sauce. You will taste nothing because it cannot recognize your oracle, which is your your loop of your ear, cannot recognize taste. Only tongue. And your mind will incline into all these senses, incline into all these bases, senses, domain, faculties. Six domain, six faculties. Your mind will recognize all these, especially the mind domain, your thoughts, which is the mind objects, just like monkey. Monkey will not stay still, right? It will scratch. It will move. It will jump around. Same thing. Sometimes, your mind recognizes these mind objects. So when your mind stays or mind recognizes your mind objects through your mind domain, it restless. It cannot stay put because monkey is always moving. Or let's say sometimes your mind recognizes the forms. That come through your eyes, and when your mind recognizes it, it will cling into it. It will follow through it, and think about the things that you see, things about the things that you hear, or taste or touch. Mind recognize, just like when you put these six animals, tie them together with a strong rope. Whoever stronger will pull. The other five follow them. If the crocodile is stronger, like a shallow one, shallow one is the mythical tales or folk tales. Is so strong, is a king of crocodile. If such the crocodile will pull all other animal to the water. Same thing when your tears. If there are taste that is so strong, you like it so much, or you hate it so much, you will not pay attention to other senses. Am I correct? You will only focus and pay attention 
into the test. And sometimes later, if the dog is strong, meaning if the dog can hear its owners call its name, it will run through the village. If the dog is so strong, you will pull other five animals to the villagers. Same thing if the sound. If you hear sound that pleasant voice, or not so pleasant, your mind will recognize and follow through, and forget about other domains. And this is the important one: the mind objects, your thought, your thought of the past, the future, your work, your personal life. If you think about it, you think about it. Those thoughts are mind objects. Mind objects is where in your mind domain. Mind domain is one of the faculties of the senses that your mind states can cognize into. Your mind, which is mind states, is in the mind domain, and mind domain, there are mind objects, which is your thought, and actually. All those five senses, which is your body, and all these six domains, we can actually group them together into two parts, which is name and form. Name is like mentality; form is something that you can touch. These eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body, is forms, parts of forms, mind domain, mind objects. It's part of the name. All these forms will take resource in name, meanings, the form that you see through your eyes, the sounds that you hear through your nose, will actually take resource in become mind objects in your mind. The fact that your mind can recognize all those sounds, taste, and touch, because it's come in a form of Mind objects, so everything will take resource into your mind domain. Now, what to do? If it's all tied together, let's use a tool. Use your pillar as a tool. How to do that? Be mindful. How would you be mindful? By recollect. Using a tool as a recollection tool. In this case, we use your breath. Use your breath as a tool to recollect your mind, instead of letting your mind states, which is your mind, running wild and cognize all those forms, sounds, tastes, and thoughts. No, let it cognize your breath. Focus on your breath instead of tight. Another end of the rope together. No, this time we tied it to a strong pillar. Strong pillar, and tied the rope into this pillar. All those six animals would not be able to fly away. The bird would not be able to run away. The dog and jackal would not be able to crawl away into the water for crocodile. Will not be able to slither away through ant hill, and will not be able to jumping around into the forest for the monkey.
Why? As long as the pillar and the rope is holding, so the rope has to be tough rope. The pillar have to be strong pillar. This pillar is an analogy for mindfulness, for your recollection. Mindfulness of what? Think about what? Use what? Use your breath as a tool. How would you do that? Take a few deep breaths. When you take a few deep breaths, you feel the sensation of the air, the moving around. The air, the moving around to your body, which is called wind. If it's moved into your body, we call it in breath. If it's moved out of your body, we call it out breath. The air, the moving, when it comes into in touch with your body, like wind from air conditioner or fan, you can feel the sensation of it, right? Same thing if this air moving into your body, you feel the sensation of it. You feel the sensation from the tip of your nose, through your throat, through your lung, through your diaphragm, through your abdomen, and through your entire body, through the tips of your fingers, left and right, through the tips of your toes, right and left, through entire body. Feel the sensation of in breath. Now you exhale. Feel the sensation of your out breath from your entire body, back to your abdomen, back to your lung, your diaphragm, through your middle of your chest, through your throat, in the nostril, and through the tips of your nose. Exhale. Feel the sensation a couple of times. Now, when you feel the sensation, what happened? Of course, you might recollect here. Use your breath as a tool. Instead of thinking about that person, this person, sound, form, etc. Now, now you inhale and exhale. Focus. This act of paying attention on your breath, we call it mindfulness. In fact, the terms called sati or recollection, sati or recollection, or mindfulness. So be mindful of your breath, inhales and exhales. Use your breath as a tool for your mind, which is the mind state, recollected here. Instead of clinging or cognizing those forms through your eyes. Or sound or thoughts through your ears, your mind domain. In fact, these are two different things. If you can recollect, okay, if you can recollect or recognize certain things, is the opposite of unrecognized, not be able to recollect. For example, if you can recognize or recollect your breath, inhales and exhales, right? The parts of Your mind states that will be unguarded and tear away through those six domains will reduce. Why? Because it's the opposite nature of it. If you delight in something, 
say you hear sounds or those six senses, your mind clinging to it. This means your mind delight into it. When your mind delight, in this case, the delightfulness increase, the mindfulness will reduce. It's the opposite. If your mindfulness increase, the delightfulness will reduce. So parts of delightful is unguarded, unrecognized, and no mindfulness. To be able to reduce your delightfulness, unguarded, unrecognized, not mindfulness, you have to increase your mindfulness. You have to guard your mind. You have to have tools for recollection. And that will bring you the mindfulness. What tools do you use? I suggest your breath. Use your breath as a tool for recollection. So when you recollect your mind using mindfulness, meanings inhales and exhales, feel the sensation of your breath, at that moment, your mind is guarded. Why is it guarded? Because there is mindfulness. Where is it mindfulness? The recollection part of your mind that recollect the breath, inhales and exhales. The moment you increase your mindfulness a little bit, you reduce the delightfulness of your mind. Okay, listen carefully. The delightfulness is bad, okay? No good. Why? Because if you delight in something, right, you forget something. Delightful, jubilantly, is forgetfulness about something. So if you delightful into the eyes, which is cognized form, if you delight those forms that you can cognize through the eyes, you forget about ears, forget about the sound, forget about other things. That is no good. That's why you need to be mindful rather than delightful. How to be mindful again? Use mindfulness. Once you are mindful, this means your mind are guarded with mindfulness. How to do that? You recollect your breath. Use your breath as a tool that will bring you mindfulness. So when your mind are guarded with mindfulness, of course you hear the sound, if there are sound, but you are not delightful in those sounds. Why? Because you are not forget your breath. If you are not forgetting your breath, you are mindful, right? These, in fact, are five states of mindfulness. First, just observe. Like when you observe your breath, inhales and exhales. When you observe your breath, the second state will come automatically, which is segregate. Your mind will begin to segregate whatever in your mind domain, which is mind objects, right? Whatever mind objects in your mind domain will begin to segregate. One thing is that very obvious is your mind state will segregate from the form, the sound, your mind objects. How does it segregate? Because the mindfulness guarded your mind. Where does the mindfulness come? Because you recollect your breath. Use breath as a tool for recollection. Mindfulness arise. When mindfulness arise, it's guarded your mind. So your mind will begin to segregate 
from those sounds that you hear, from the thoughts, mind objects, that you think, from the taste that you sense through your tongue. When your mind segregates, you are less dependent on it. In another word, your mind will not enslave by it. Next episode, I will recap this again and talk about the insight meditation. This is the second episode of the meditation series by talking about serenity meditation. By talking about how to bring your mind to singleness using sati or mindfulness as a tool. I think we only have this much of time to talk about certain topics. And if you have any questions, concern, or comment or suggestion, please drop us a note at panya.org. P-A-N-Y-A dot O-R-G. You can listen again back there or follow us in the podcast by search using Panya Bauna Foundation or P-A-N-Y-A as a search term in Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And my name is Pra Maha Pai Boon. Happy Puno. See you next time.